All right, guys, welcome back to the Age Gap Realness Podcast. I cannot even believe who I'm sitting next to right now. The one, the only, Elena Cardone. Thank you. This woman, she doesn't even know this yet. I was so excited to tell her this. So back in January, when I started this podcast, I actually, before we even put the studio together, I posted an Instagram story of these white walls where I envisioned our podcast studio happening. And I was messing around and I thought, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna create some stories right now. So I say like, this is where I think this is gonna be. And this is where this is gonna be. And you know what? Elena Cardone is going to be the first guest on my podcast. And here you are. It's like, it's like you just, yeah, it's like you just came into my life and Aww. said, I'm going to be on your podcast. Oh, that's awesome. Absolutely. Are. Thank you for having me on. I'm just like, I can't even believe this is happening. So, Elena, can yes, you tell ma'am. me a little bit about your age gap with Grant? Yes, we are 15 years apart. And I always kid Grant. I'm like, you are not allowed to age because when you age, I age. But if you do, we're going to start saying that it's like 20 years. Um, Heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. But, you know, everyone knows it's 15 and I can't get away from it. So I just embrace it. And it looks and like it is it's a lot it more because you look. You do like he, he doesn't look old, but you just. You look so young. You do. You do. You look fabulous. See, I knew I had to be on this show for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) We were just talking before the show started about Botox. I was talking about Botox. And one of my points was, you know, Botox, you you kind of need it, but you kind of don't because their eyes start to get bad and they don't notice the wrinkles. If you're dating somebody or somebody the same age, you know, they'd see that stuff. I was telling you, um, I'm so glad that we have the age gap because I'm so glad I'm not aging at the same time as a man because I'll always be the young spring chicken no matter what phase of the aging process I'm in Mm -hmm. and I can't tell you what tremendous relief that brings me I get it I get it Mm -hmm. they have to put on their glasses in the morning yeah okay good good (laughs) don't don't put them on don't no it's okay all right so one of the first things I want to talk to you about is kind of the start of your relationship with the age gap. Because I think that that's probably the hardest part is getting over the idea that there is this 15 year age gap and there are these fears associated with, is he gonna die and I'm gonna be by myself? Are we gonna have kids and they're gonna have this older dad? And and it's easy to kind of allow those to creep in and prevent you from pursuing a relationship that's good. Mm-hmm. What was that like for you? I'm probably going to be a difficult guest. Uh, That's great. Uh, No, I want to hear your perspective because you're rocking it. Okay. Well, my mother and father were exactly 15 years apart. No way. I know. Isn't that weird? And I have never, ever since I was a teenager, gone out with a guy my own age. Like, they've always at least been six years older than me. Okay. Um, So that was just, like, my track. Yeah. And... I was never the type of girl that ever wanted to be married and I never wanted to have kids like I just thought I was gonna be single chick my whole life Mm -hmm. Um, doing your thing doing my thing I never I never thought that there I could find a guy that I could actually want to settle down with and be with Mm -hmm. for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. I kind of had this idea that all men held me back Mm -hmm. so every guy that I even remotely tried to get serious with just fit the, the 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 check mark category of they held me back. 
So they had to go. But that was all, that was you. That was me. So I never thought about um, what if I marry him. I never thought about if a guy is going to die on me. I never thought about having kids with a guy. So I never had any of those considerations. Mm -hmm. And then when Grant was 15 years older than me, it didn't even really seem anything oddball because Mm -hmm. my parents are 15 years apart. My sister and her husband, who's now ex-husband, were 15 years apart. It just... Just did, I know, history repeats itself. Yes. I know, it's kind of <laughs> creepy, but it just never, it just seemed like um, normal. Apples or oranges. It just, it, nothing was odd about that at all. So you never actually had to have the conversation with your parents that was uncomfortable because they were like, I, we have 15 years between us. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it never came up. Um, as a matter of fact, um, I had never. The, the the guys that I dated, and it was never long term, um, but the guys that I dated, um, my parents never approved of. And then here's Grant, who's 15 years older than me. Mm-hmm. And finally, and we were just hanging out as friends at the time. It was still in that transitional period where, like, this guy was, like, I was not into him. Mm-hmm. But he was pursuing you hard. He was pursuing me hard. Mm-hmm. But he was being respectful until this moment. <laughs> where he gets my mom and dad's email and sends him an email what? and says, I want to introduce myself. My name is Grant Cardone. I'm from Lake Charles, Louisiana. My mom's a Southern girl. Uh-huh. So like I dated this guy from Michigan and he was a Northerner and that was like not okay. No go. Amongst other things. All over. <laughs> but anyway, he was like, I'm a Southerner. I'm Italian. My dad's Italian, you know, and I just want you to know my intentions with your, your daughter or this and good. And so he sends this email without even letting me know. And he says, you know, this is I'm, I'm blah, 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 blah. So my parents then call me and they're like, who is this Grant Cardone? Oh, brother. And I'm like, (laughs) how do you know Grant Cardone? And they're like, oh, he sent us an email. And I was like, an email? How did he get your email? Well, what did it say? And they were like, well, he sounds like a nice guy, Elena. I said, well, forget it. He's just a friend. Nothing's ever going to happen with that. And they were like, okay, okay. But it was the first time that my parents had ever reacted mm-hmm. about anyone, any guy in my life who wasn't even really in my life mm-hmm. in a positive way. They okay. they had always like, based on the kind of guys that I went out with, mm-hmm. they were like, you don't need to date. You don't need to go stay out with anyone. Stay single. Yes, yeah, stay single. Do your don't thing. let guys distract you. But on this one, they were like, hey, oh, who's Because he this? started to sell them. Yeah. Little stinker, That's and now stinker. look at so him. So they never thought anything odd about it mm-hmm. because from the get go, he hit every single check mark button for them. That is hilarious. It's hilarious. I love it. So, in that though, what you did face was the gold digger piece. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the beginning, yeah, yeah. Tell me about how you flipped that. <laughs> I love this story. Well, in the beginning of our relationship, um, you know, I had people telling me that he was a shark. Mm -hmm. and a player and a womanizer. And I knew personally probably five or six girls that he had been with. Uh Mm. Didn't faze me in in the least. I was like, whatever, you know? Not with me. I was like, eh. mm -hmm." So shark (laughs) didn't really affect me so much. Uh I'm like, eh, you know. But, uh, But people were telling him, oh, She's just an actress. She's only going to think about herself. She's not interested in you. She just wants your money. I had his family members saying to him, um, 
you know, she's probably just after your money or how do you know she's, you know, planting the seed? How do you know she's not just after your money and, 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 and gold digger and this and this and this. And I was like, I don't need this. I was so independent back in those days. Like I'm more independent now, actually, which is more crazy. than I'm more dependent. I'm more independent, which is we have to get there. We thing. have to get there. But back then I was like all about, you know, the woman has to do it on her own and not need a man for anything. And I paid my way and I owned my own house and I owned my own cars and men never even bought me a dinner. I was like, no one's going to own me for nothing. You don't own me. You don't, I don't owe you anything. Like I was very different mentally. Like, but good. Like, this is like. This is indicating a little cray cray. That is not crazy. That's like, that that's good. That's mentality. your foundation. That was, yep. And that was my mentality. And so when they said I was a gold digger, I was like really offended. Mm. I'm like, I don't need all this drama in my life. Now I feel like I have to prove myself around your family. Mm. And, your, and I don't even want to waste the time. Like who needs a boyfriend anyway? Do you think any of that had to do with age? Or was it all no, the money No, I don't piece? think it had. I didn't associate any of it with age. Okay. But had that been a concern and like a thinking point where I was coming from, yeah. like if I had that as a consideration that mm-hmm. age was a thing, I probably would have tied that Attributed in Attributed it to. Yeah. Hmm. You know, Interesting. You know, some people think, oh, I can't get ahead because I'm a woman, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. So, you know. But, but it really has nothing not to do with it. It's, it's just stats aren't it's high. Their identity. It's their Exactly. Yep. So anyway, so I got called gold digger, gold digger, dog. It bugged me mm-hmm. so much that like, he was the, the 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 one that, you know, like all my stuff was insignificant compared to his. Yeah. Anyway, it bugged me so bad that finally I was like a gold digger, gold digger, gold digger, gold digger. How do I get on the other side of this? Because it bugs me so bad. And then I finally had the epiphany. I was like, you know what? Own it. Hmm. I am a gold digger. And then I was like, yeah, I am a gold digger. I dig for gold in myself. I dig for it in my relationships. I dig for it in my friendships. Everywhere I go in life, I'm digging for gold, but I dig for it in myself first. Mm-hmm. So finally I started saying, yeah, I am. A, I'm a gold digger. I'm a gold digger. And I mm-hmm. owned it. And I was, I got comfortable hearing the word and being like, mm-hmm. I'm a gold digger. When you do that, it takes the power away from them. Cause what mm-hmm. are they going to do? You're a gold digger. I'm like, yeah, gold digger, <laughs> you know, gold diggers unite. Like once you own the power, it no longer can affect you. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time that I really learned a valuable lesson in playing the game of entrepreneurialism mm-hmm. or life or whatever, the people that want to attack you in those little tiny ways that push your button. Mm-hmm. It was one way that I was able to go, okay, let me find out how to take this in, use it and dig it back and make it my own. So now my social media, I, I, it's a chapter in my book. I'm like, be a gold digger. Yep. like. And, and and that tool alone has helped me so many times in life to be able to fling it back, own it, fling it back. What can I do? How can I use this? How can I create this to my benefit? How can I use this energy and turn it into that and make my own magic out of it? You know, it was just that switch. It was that switch. It was that thing. And it's a very powerful tool, mm-hmm. you know? Oh my gosh. I, I remember the first time I heard you talk about this. It's like, I never thought about it that way. Like, yeah. think about the words that people are using, gold digger. Like, okay, how else are you doing this right. in your life? How are you, right. how did you attract somebody that is great enough to be able to say, he's like, I'm a gold digger because they're so great. Like, obviously you're great too. That that rubs off on the type of person that you are. Thank you. Yeah, so. Well, you know, also what, what, oh. what yeah. quick hair check, okay. Hey. I know, I see it. I just can't figure it out in the screen in time. 
But also the, the thing that I wanted to say is a lot of guys mm -hmm. come up to me and they say, how do I know if a girl is interested in me or my money? Mm. And, and they're very concerned about this. And I said, if a girl isn't interested in your money, you are playing too small. And don't come back to me after five years, after you're in a relationship where you are trying to get your wife on the same page as you, but all she wants you to do is come home and snuggle her on the sofa because mm -hmm. she's bored. Don't come crying to me, how do I get my wife on the same page? It's your fault flunk you didn't marry an ambitious woman who has the same ideas and goals and passions and drives as you you know so i'm like Amen. so if a girl's not looking at you for that then what do you what do you now, mean now if she's only looking for you for that and she's entitled to have the little lifestyle so she can impress her girlfriends and she's you know those girls you know, then that's obviously not the girl for you. Mm -hmm. You don't want some entitled girl. That, that There's nothing more nauseating than anyone who thinks they're entitled. No, mm -hmm. there has to be an exchange, a drive, a willingness to, to see greatness in yourself first. But certainly she would want to flourish and mm -hmm. prosper in all aspects of life, which includes finances. Yes. And I'm sorry, but all these old ideas of money doesn't make you happy. You go without money when you have a child and you can't afford to buy diapers, you are not a happy person. You can lie to yourself all damn day long, mm -hmm. but if you're not providing for your kids and your family, how can you be happy? There's no way you can be that selfish. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. I'm sorry, we live on an economic planet. Yep. I can't go into Whole Foods and hug, give a hug to get my grocery bag. No. You know, yeah. this ain't the hug society. Not this the ain't society. the love society. No. This is show me the pay dinero. It. Yeah, pay so, it. You're not gonna get it for free. That's what I tell my guys when they say, you know. That's great. You know? That's and women great. need to, 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 to not be afraid of, you know, owning who they are and saying, yeah, you know, like if you're not willing to step up and figure the finances out, like mm -hmm. how are you gonna, how can I depend on you in life when, when the big things happen? Like we get hit with a lawsuit or, um, someone a death in the family or this i need to depend on you to step up to to know that you're going to be there to do whatever to provide for us and get us out of the situation mm -hmm. and vice versa it's not just for the man it's for the woman too like, so how did you attract grant and somebody who is who he is to you what was your your process i've heard how did i attract him to me i don't yeah. know i tried to oh, unattract get him out to of me. here you know your list you were like you became oh, yeah yeah i thought you meant like when i first met him oh, i yeah, wanted maybe, nothing yeah, to maybe do with not. him and i was like <laughs> no 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 i don't no, i'm yeah. not putting this energy out <laughs> yeah but I did. I, mm -hmm. I went to an, a night with my girlfriends mm -hmm. and we did this thing called The List, which at the time I thought was ridiculous and so hokey. I just loathe little like girl stuff like that. Yeah. Not Ugh, your thing. Not my thing. Which no. is surprising and because I don't, I don't like the meditation, you know, the, uh, that's just not my thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, hey, if it works for you, it makes you a better person. I'm all for uh, self-embetterment. Mm -hmm. It's just not my thing. Like, you know the list like you could make a rom-com out of it i was like oh my god okay let's go do the list let's talk about this list so i write this list but i take it seriously the girl's like write everything you want don't leave a thing off be very specific so i was like heterosexual you know i'm from new orleans so i've seen both i was like heterosexual not married doesn't have kids 
um, ethically ambitious, 6'2", green eyes, like this whole mm -hmm. long list of things. I remember um, seeing the picture of the list and there was like, I, I didn't read it. I had just found the list and I was so excited and I posted it on Insta stories and so many people were like, oh, I love that you said that. And I was like, wait, what? And I went back and read. I went into detail about the sexual aspect of it because that was important to me. I didn't want to be with someone who's lame for the rest of my life, you know? Nope. But anyway, I got very specific. Very specific. But I that's was what in my you 20s. should do. I was in my 20s too, mm -hmm. you know? Like, there was a very important situation. Did you take the Instagram story down? Did you keep it up? I just kept it up. You just kept it yeah, up, okay. It was disappearing in 24 hours. But you created this list. Very specific. Created this list, very specific. I put somebody who could build me up, inspires me, challenges me. I become better with them. Because mm. you know, sometimes you get with someone and you end up not liking yourself because mm -hmm. of the way you treat them because you can't stand them. You so just much. both, you go here and then you just both go down. Yeah. Instead of mm -hmm. pulling or helping each other, you go down. Yeah. But that's not the case. No. No. So you well, wrote not the with list. him. No. I wrote the list. I met him almost immediately. Then I wanted nothing to do with him. And then 13 months later, I finally accepted a date with him, mm -hmm. which I wouldn't call a date. Because he kind of coerced you into something that you already liked, right? Well, yeah, he leaves me this message. I mean, I'm, I'm like so predictable, I hate myself. Men, listen, listen to what Grant did or read Seller Be Sold. Probably do both. Read Seller Be Sold because he details what he did to get you. But can you get well, yeah, a little... he found out what my interests were. My interests mm. at the time, I was a competitive shooter, um, sporting clay. So he found out that from, through a friend. So he became friends with the friends and in the circle. And so then he leaves a message on my machine and says, oh, I rented out the whole shooting range, blah, 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 blah. If you want to go with me, I'm like, I mean, I'm very predictable. Like, you, I can only say no to certain things. Like, weaknesses, like, you know, if you put chocolate in front of me, I'm probably going to get eaten. Like, you, you just say I yes. Just, I just know to avoid certain things. So I said yes. I was like, I got my 12-gauge shotgun on me. How, how dangerous is this going to be? How could this go wrong? How could this go wrong? Yeah. So we went to the, to the shooting range, and it was great, and it was awesome. We had a lot of fun, and that was it. But then, you know, now I felt kind of obligated to see that's why I never let guys do anything for me yeah because then I felt kind of obligated now like mm. I was hanging out with my girlfriend she calls me out I'm like meet me in the club blah, blah, blah. she's like Grant's with me can he come sure you know I'd already had the thing so then he comes to the club and then I, I get around him again I'm like ah, he's not so bad you know he's tolerable yeah like I used to think he only wore golf clothes oh Brandon like, used to wear Hawaiian shirts Oh, oh, no. The golf shirts are okay. Like, golf pants. No, not when you're in your 20s living in L.A. and every person you know is either an actor or a rock star. Yeah. Like, <laughs> golf, you know, really. So. Oh, speaking of Brandon, he's um, he, he walked in and is now telling me to do something. Oh, that's okay. I'm not really worried about it. I don't fit in this dress anymore. It's like it shrunk in the last couple days. Anyway. Uh, so you went out on the date, but mm -hmm. when you created the list, mm -hmm. you wrote down everything oh. you wanted him to be, but what did you ask yourself? Well, that's when I had the epiphany, you know, like the girls that night were like, oh yeah, we deserve this and I'm not settling unless I have this and this and this. And I looked at the list and I was like, okay, let me look at this list. Like I put some amazingly stellar qualities on that list. One of them, which included 
monogamy and doesn't drink, doesn't do alcohol, drink or do drugs. I wrote all these things out. And because um, I didn't want to playboy, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, and then I looked and I said, well, if this guy, I just had this cognition. I was like, if this guy wrote a list of his perfect woman, what would she look like? So then I was like, wait, hold on. And they were like, you know, drinking the wine and doing whatever. And I wrote a list of everything that that man would write as his woman. And I realized how short I fell in so many categories. I was partying all the time. I was not being committed. Mm -hmm. I, you know, like, you know, I flirted. I was, she used to be the hugest flirt. So, you know, like, you know, like, uh, mm. so I just, <laughs> There was things that I knew that I needed to clean up in my life. Mm -hmm. that, it was a mirror for you. Yeah, right? I was like, there's no way this guy mm. is gonna show, I would show up in his universe being who I was at that time. Never depending on a guy, not needing a guy, not caring about a guy. Like, look, look, I'm, I'm a pretty reasonable person. I don't wanna be with someone who never needs me and doesn't care and they're doing their thing and could care less whether I'm here or there. So how could I expect to do that to a guy and still have him want me? A guy wants to feel wanted too, mm. just like everybody. Like I can't have this attitude of I don't need you and I've got my own money and you can we can go out or we cannot go out. You could show up, not show up. Like, you know care. what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So I had to change my mentality on so many things on that list. Mm -hmm. And I said, I have to get to work because this guy is the only guy I'll ever consider being in a relationship with ever. And I'm going to just give it a shot. Mm -hmm. And then if it doesn't work, I'm free to do what I want for the rest of my life. Flirt, go yeah, out, do my thing. Yeah. Um, Rock your thing. But then I stepped up and then 13 months later i was able to then actually see grant mm -hmm. he then showed up as like oh my god he's everything on the list except six two and green eyes and i only wanted six two because a past boyfriend um didn't want me wearing high heels and i like wearing high heels so he made me feel big yeah not one time in our relationship has grant said don't wear the heels not one time in our relationship have i felt big mm -hmm. grant is so he feels like a ginormous being to me mm -hmm. i feel dainty and tiny i want to feel like a woman mm -hmm. like my idea of a woman like i want to feel put on sexy heels yeah, and, and have him not feel little. Feel i don't want to feel you know like yeah. i want i want him to feel like a man it's just my ideas of a man and a woman and and yeah. grant has never so six two my, my whole point of that is six two wasn't even my real consideration it was, it was somebody else somebody else yeah and you acknowledged it and then but that was that one of the filters when you first saw him of like he's doesn't pass no i mean like i never even like he didn't even get to the point to where he was even a candidate like nothing he was casper the ghost <laughs> He was like, not even a consideration. What I love so much about him, though, is you can talk about this now, and he is not threatened in the slightest. No. Like, the fact that he doesn't live up to certain, you know, genetically based, uncontrollable things, he's not like, oh, poor me, I'm not 6'2". He's like, I don't need to be 6'2". Why does that even matter? Yeah, like, I like, got what I got, yeah. and I'm working it. Yeah, I've never felt height be an issue for him. Yeah. You know, Love ever. it, love yeah. it. Okay, so let's talk. Oh, I have so many questions to ask you in so little time. So let's talk about today and your book. Why did you write Build an Empire? Well, I wrote Build an Empire um, 
for anyone interested in going for something as big as like that I'm going for, mm -hmm. I wanted to fast track those people's journey because it's taken me 10 years, 10 to 12 years to really observe life and situations and figure some things out mm -hmm. that I feel like if someone was really serious about it and they really um, applied some of the things that I've done or not done or they could look at my life and um, shave off five years or seven years because some of it is just going to have to you, you have to have your own experience. On right. It. But some of it, like I feel like if a couple or a person knows what they're going for is really clear, gets on the same page, really knows how to do certain things, they can fast track themselves exponentially. I love that fast tracking. Like yeah. it, it just, it makes yeah. so much sense. Yeah. And when, when I was trying to figure it out, I didn't have a person that I, who mm. was the woman behind, beside, whatever you want to say, that guy and what was their role and how yes. did they do it? And what do they do? I, you just see the guy. I never yes. saw the behind the scenes. So I had to figure it all out. Yeah. Well, now I figured it out. I don't know if it's the only way. I just mm -hmm. know it's a way that works. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I feel like it can work for anyone. And now with the book being out, I've had so many testimonials mm -hmm. of people saying, you've, you know, we've changed our relationship. We've we've gone from this income to this co income we've we have each other's back the whole family's on the team you know we're not fighting against each other and mm -hmm. and so it apparently is working for other people too apparently you are way too humble brandon and i found elena and grant through this process that we started about a year ago we were in this rut i started this podcast with the very first episode saying how we got out of a rut and it's all about essentially this process of who can Brandon look up to? Who can I look up to that is the highest example of what we want to create in our lives? And it took us six months to find you guys. We found I you. I apologize for that. Don't apologize because it was transformational and it happened when it was supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. So we found you in July. This kid that we were working with gave this whole list of all of these very masculine personalities in the social media space. And I started looking through them to see like, what pieces does Brandon identify with? What does he not identify with? And so I stumbled upon Grant. And when I first saw Grant's stuff, it's like just Instagram, not like any of the deeper yeah. stuff. I was like, oh, I don't know if he's, I don't know that he's the one. Like he's, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. But he then posted a video about you and I found you life-changing. Seriously, our lives changed the moment that we found you. I found you. We then went and bought Sell or Be Sold, listened to it immediately, heard the story about how he pursued you, mm -hmm. read 10X. He was in such a funny place in business and in his personal life and financially. And it was just that switch that he needed. So he found, I found the 10X rule. I made him listen to it. I was like, you have to listen to it. He started following you. He's like, this chick is amazing. And I was like, I want to be like Elena. Like if, if he can look at somebody in a way of like, I respect her and she is kicking ass and she's working side by side and she's not threatened by Grant. Mm -hmm. How can I take those qualities? And then you wrote this book. The book came out. I, you were writing it while we were following you, but then the book came out. I read it instantly. Like I read wow. it over and over. We went through wow. the activities. We went through the exercises, wow. but it was just... I feel like I want to be your greatest testimonial that has ever, like, that is an example of you fast tracking because it has taken six months of us working through this stuff mm -hmm. with you guys as an example to say, 
you can do this. Like we are an example. And so, and I love that. That is the gift. That's yes, the reward for me. Fast tracking. Mm-hmm. You are, you are helping us fast track our lives in a way that you probably don't even know. And you're like, oh, maybe I'm helping people. Like you are helping people. My mother has read the book. Wow. She, she oh, anyway, I can't talk about my mom. I'll start to cry. She's, my mom's read the book, loved it, changed their marriage too. You're just, you're doing such incredible things. So thank you for oh, awesome. fast tracking. Awesome. Thank you. That, that's, that, that's why I do what I do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, and it's working. Thank you. Um, there's also this little joke, you guys, about how Brandon, you guys know this, Brandon cries every single episode of the Age Gap Romans podcast. And Grant started making fun of him the other night Brandon about this. Brandon Breaks Down. BrandonBreaksDown.com, part one. So there's six episodes. He's like, well, we need to string this all together. And I told Elena beforehand, I was like, I'm not going to cry. You can't cry. There's no breaking no down on this episode. this episode. No, so no crying. Mom talk. No mom talk. Okay. All right. What, what should I ask you next? Uh, oh, I love this. Okay. Talk to me a little bit about your thoughts around having a normal relationship. Oh, oh, it's so dangerous. Mm. It's so dangerous. Normal relationships are, they just, they, they make me queasy. Mm. Um, because doing they, average. Yeah, doing average and thinking everything is okay. And I mean, being happy and being content, it's, it makes me so uncomfortable because I know that a couple faced with any sort of a challenge, normal can't endure. Normal can't endure um, like hits mm. from the outside. It can't, it can't, it can't endure. It's How do you define normal? Like what are normal things that normal people do that you're like, this is not allowed in our well, relationship? Well, he does his thing. The wife does the, their thing. Mm-hmm. They fight over normal things about, you know, you said you were going to get the kids and then you worked late and, you know, and, and you were going to be home and you were late three nights and why are you doing this? And we're supposed to watch our um, TV series together and blah, blah, blah. So they or have you watched thing. your TV, se- our TV series Here's before I did. Yeah, like normal fights. Like yeah. that's all normal. And you say, like, I'm no. not going to do that. No. And why? Well, because I've uh, decided for some crazy reason <laughs> that I want to challenge myself this life. You know, I want to see how far this little girl from New Orleans can run. Mm-hmm. I want to see how far I can go, how many lives I can impact, how many people can I help. What, what would they say on my tombstone? Like, I wanted to say, she helped people, you know? Like, she made a difference. That's what I want. So I need to earn that, mm-hmm. you know? So I've put really big goals in place for myself. Grant's put big goals in place for himself. Mm-hmm. We, he wants to reach 7 billion people on the planet. Impossible goal. When you have an impossible goal like that, but you're insane enough and have the audacity to think that you can maybe do it, you don't have time to say, hey, you left me hanging with the kids. It's like, no, you cover for me. You know, like like Grant bailed out on Sabrina's birthday party years ago. I'm like, I got you. We're going to give one of your books to all the little families that come. And you're, I'm going to say, I'm sorry you couldn't be here. And, you know, we'll have another party for Sabrina. And she won't even notice no. that you weren't there. But you could have made that a big deal. You could have been like, how could you oh, not be at your daughter's? Yes. Sabrina, your father can't make your, oh, I love me. You know, like, you didn't come to my birthday party. 
Friday, I'm ruined for life. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, we have each other's back. It's mm-hmm. like, no, you need to be there. Like, but also we trust each other. I say this too, find the one you trust and build an empire. So if he's bailing on his daughter's birthday, it's for a good reason. It's not because he's going to get drunk with his friends and flirt with chicks in a bar, mm-hmm. you know, or going to a strip club. Like that's a different issue. I'm talking about an honorable couple with integrity and values that, you know, that are interested in playing real games in life and seeing where they can go. So if you're interested in that, you don't have time to play those normal games. And when you have each other's back like that, and then you can trust each other, um, then when the things come in that are unplanned, an economic collapse, a lawsuit, a baby, some people don't expect a baby, Mm. a death, someone's got cancer in the family, this, that, I mean, all the different, a betrayal, your best friend betrays you, or so-and-so has been stealing the money out of the company, whatever, these are hits in life that hurt. Mm -hmm. And when you're fragile and you have a normal relationship, the foundation crumbles Mm -hmm. at some point. It doesn't have the strength to endure. Mm -hmm. And how do you build that? Okay. Right here? In the back. In the back? How do y'all even see the back? Damn it. I feel like I thought I was good back there. I know. I'm sweating. I'm like trying not to let my I know. It is, it is it's warm. very hot. Yeah, I'm I just sweating. Got, I'm wearing silk. Why can't like, the, 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 the <sighs> fan for some Beyonce hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we need the fan. <laughs> we'll wrap this up like, woo, we got Beyonce hair. <laughs> like those dogs yeah, that put their one. faces out the window. It's down. Maybe curly in. Yeah. But you know, when it hang, when, when it's not the day of, yeah. then it does a nice flip out. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I don't mind this, I don't mind that one so much. This one? No, that, no this uh, one. Yeah. I don't mind this one so much. Okay, there. Okay, you look beautiful. Thank you, you do too. I don't remember what we were. Oh. Thank you for stopping us. You're doing, you're doing a great job, guys. No. Good, the show's good, Nathan's so great. Okay, so where were we? Oh, oh that feels better. Oh, it does feel nice. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, mm, mm. I forgot. She just wrapped up about, uh, about, about Grant and... Uh, just not being mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, are we good to transition to a different point, yeah. to a different yeah. question? Yeah. Oh, okay, awesome. Oh, okay, I can produce that. Sweet. Thank you. Uh, Okay. When we were talking the other day, Mm -hmm. you mentioned that over the course of your time with Grant, you have changed more in that time frame. I was half joking. He has changed. Yeah, that's true, actually. I think so. Tell me how you've navigated change and how you've managed to make you stronger as a couple through your changing but still being the person that your husband fell in love with mm-hmm. um yeah i've changed so much because i've had to change my mentality mm-hmm. i've had to change things that came up in the in the marriage um i've I, i've just gotten to the point where i'm comfortable with change mm-hmm. And I accept that a lot of things happen and occur and it's just part of my life. Like I, I have learned to be mercurial, like just move very fluid. Like I can, I can, I'm not so rigid and stuck on, I have to be this one role. I am the wife and we are equal on every term. And 
You know, I understand that sometimes he's the boss over here. I'm the boss over here. It doesn't mean anything like, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean he's disrespecting me. It just, it just means what it is, what it is, what it is. And so. Did um, your feelings used to get hurt when? Oh my God. You have no idea, girl. I can't picture it Grant because I watch all, you guys. Grant is, is, yeah, what? I just watch you and I watch your dynamic and there are things that I could, that he says that I could think, oh, like, does that, does that bother her? And you're like, no, ma'am, does not bother me. Like, come at me. Like, you lean into it. Like, the gold digger thing. Like, you're like, bring it. And you don't choose to allow your feelings to mm -hmm, get hurt, mm -hmm. but that's a choice and that's you training yourself not yeah, to do that. that, yeah, that yeah. You didn't that's, start that, that's like that. Building, no, that's building up, that's discipline, that's, mm -hmm. um, you know, I also don't take things so personally anymore. I don't make things mean stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, like if that. a guy doesn't, if a guy has to work late, I don't make it mean that he doesn't love me. It just mm. means he had to work late, mm -hmm. you know, like when he was playing Xbox mm -hmm. with his brother and not coming home when we were newlyweds, mm -hmm. I made that mean that he's, you know, somehow now the, now the love is out. There's going to be no romance. He doesn't, why doesn't he want to be with me? What is wrong with him? What is wrong? This isn't what I signed up for, mm -hmm. but it just meant he just wanted to play Xbox with his brother. Uh -huh. So it what did you start did, doing? So I started looking at, I can't change him. Mm -hmm. I'm either gonna get the divorce now mm -hmm. and go find the man that's never gonna fulfill me because, because no person is ever gonna hit every single one of your checklists. Mm -hmm. You live on a planet Earth. People have their own universes. Mm -hmm. Grant has his own universe. I have my own universe and they have to co uh, habitate. Mm -hmm. So then I said, well, if I'm not going to get the divorce with him, how do I change myself so that this, when he does this, it doesn't bug me. Mm -hmm. How do I change myself when he leaves the toilet seat up? It Ugh. doesn't bug me. Yeah. To put, I fell in the toilet at three o'clock in the morning. It's my toilet. You have your toilet down the hall. Use yours. Don't use mine. You know, but what buy is one that? of the electric toilets, you know, like fix the problem. Stop. That's what I learned. <laughs> it's like, how do I solve my own problem? Yes. You know, if mm -hmm. I don't like his driving, then I have to drive to mm -hmm. all the places or I have to hire a driver or I have to learn how not to be scared when he drives because mm -hmm. the guy hasn't had an accident. I've been with him for 15 years. Like I need to learn how to handle myself mm -hmm. or handle the situation. So, you know, I just I've, I've just learned to change myself first. It's just mm -hmm. good for everything all around for mm -hmm. the for the sanity. You know, he wanted me to shut the cabinet doors. He's like, shut the cabinet doors. And for the longest time, I kept them open just because I wanted him to have <laughs> his own realization of, you know what, just deal with it and you figure it out how I figured it out. Well, I went through months of that and he, I realized at some point he wasn't gonna have the same epiphany that I had about living with people. No. So now I shut the doors, I shut the, I shut all the cabinet doors. Like in the kitchen, the kitchen no, cabinet? No, like the bathroom doors, like in the, in the, the medicine cabinet. Uh -huh. If I leave it open, it stays open. And then I leave. Yeah. Like I don't shut it. And he just like can't. He wants to blow a, <laughs> like if I, I open these little tiny sprites and I'll have a sip and then I'll put the can back in the refrigerator. Uh -huh. Drives him nuts. <laughs> it's the only thing in the refrigerator that I have that's mine. And it's the only thing that bugs him. But I don't make it mean that he can't stand me, that he's trying to wipe out my existence. <laughs> he has zero tolerance for me. 
although I'm tempted to at times. I'm just like, you know what? Can like, a girl have a Sprite? Like, can a girl, can I, do I have to have one sip and throw it out every single time? Like, I'm not drinking the whole thing, you know? <laughs> but these are the little things that people yes. deal with that drive people insane. And then it builds and it builds and it builds. And, and then it it's builds. something else and it's this. And, and then it's, it's the divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's the, I, you don't love me. You don't appreciate me. You don't have space for me. And it's like this catastrophizing. This because you make everything mean something. Yeah. So now I close the doors. He thanks me. He's like, you know, I really noticed you've been closing the cabinet Aww. doors. And you're making that effort. And I'm like, absolutely, baby. That you know, I've tortured you for enough months. You're not going to come up with this thing, change yourself. And then I, you know. So you have to do it. So I do it. And so you do I'm it. Like, you know what? So but, but then I have the role. My, my Part of my role is I want to make the environment safe. Um, loving, mm -hmm. comfortable for him so that he can focus on what he's focusing on at work mm -hmm. and have um, not have his attention beyond, am I making a mistake? Are things out of order? Why isn't that there? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want him to be stress-free so when he's making a $200 million decision mm -hmm. on a deal, he can think clearly without a fight with his wife, without being irritated. And that's when I said, you know what? I don't need to make him have this lesson or this epiphany that I had. Mm -hmm. I just need to do my role, which is to create this beautiful, loving environment, supportive environment so that we can get to our targets faster because mm -hmm. because he's my he's he's my he's my racehorse mm -hmm. he's he's my triple crown he's winning every single time mm -hmm. so I have to make the elements right in order for him to win and you Too wouldn't just people... throw stuff in front of him to like detract him you're like oh there's a carrot over here like no like no, it's stay there focused. stay I yes. got this yes we yes. don't need to talk about yes. the carrot I'll, yeah. I'll eat the damn yeah. carrot put the ranch in I'm happy right so yeah a lot of that is has had to be me changing mm -hmm. to adapt to him because mm -hmm. being with a powerful entrepreneurial person is uh, very difficult for, for people. And then people who aren't normally that consider themselves that, like I considered myself an artist. I was an actress okay. and I never knew anything about, I wasn't, I wouldn't ever consider myself an entrepreneur, yeah. you know? So being with somebody like that was, was, is very different. Very different. Mm -hmm. like it changes. It changes. Everything. Artists are very different. So you Very have different. to remove the things from him because you know it's it's unlike being married to somebody who does work a nine to five that is structured. You know, there's clarity, right? With a personality like Grant, I'm sure it's 24 seven, 365. It doesn't stop. And, and he's mercurial. I mean, he could be playful, very serious, mm -hmm. in back an instant. to playful, and then we're doing this, and now all all systems deployed and we got to make all this right, you know, um, to, to make whatever he decided go right. Yeah. You know, there's a lot involved, you and, know, and a you lot just of, have to make sure he's like just, focused. Like you don't, yeah. you don't add to that. You no, you detract those things. You yeah. make it as easy as possible. As, as much stuff that he doesn't need to be bombarded with. Mm -hmm. I, I try to keep that off of his plate mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and just make everything seem smooth. And I think the beautiful part of that is your security in being good with that role. Mm -hmm. He is in the limelight so much and you never come across like you have to take it or you're insignificant. Like you just, you, he wins, you win. Like right. You're that motto yeah. that you have. Yeah. It's just like, duh, like you're, you're team together. So right. who cares? Like if he's out there, go like, let him get his. Right. When I'm out there, 
I'll get mine. That's fine. But we're right. doing it together. Yeah. We're both benefiting. Right. We're definitely um, a team like that. Yeah. Um, and most so. relationships, they don't view themselves like that. It's yeah, not, because they're not even doing a, like something basic, like trying to figure out who they are as a couple mm-hmm. and what they want to be as a couple. Mm-hmm. Most people just think they're in a monogamous re- I think. I think if they think like I used to think, I used to mm-hmm. think all a relationship was was about monogamy. I didn't really realize there was so much more. I didn't realize you're actually supposed to boost each other to a higher level and become life partners. You know, I didn't know. It's like the game and the game. It's not about playing somebody else's game. It's like you have these pieces and their resources Mm -hmm. and you need to be resourceful. It doesn't matter like your your gold digger philosophy who cares if you're the person that you're marrying has more money than maybe the average person? Like you're resourceful in bringing those things to use them for you. It's like the game of life. It's mm-hmm. like everybody's not given the same board, but you're bored. You're like, I'm gonna use this thing, and I'm gonna make this work for me, and I'm gonna win. Mm-hmm. And just it it's revolutionary. All right, I have two quick questions from people who, and these like real quick. Two quick questions from people who reached out, and I just loved their questions. So quick, like rapid fire style. Okay. How do you raise your confidence if you have low confidence? You have to do what you say. It's the only way to raise confidence. If you say you're not, I I use this example all the time, you should come up with a new one. Simple things. If you say, I'm not going to have a dessert at this meal, don't have a dessert at that meal. Hmm. If you say you're going to work out, you have to work out. If you say you're going to have the report ready, you have the report ready. It's the only thing that de- that builds confidence. If you say, I'm not going to have the dessert, and then you have the dessert, guess what happens? You can't depend on yourself. You can't trust yourself. You're not reliable. Your word becomes nothing. The minute you start saying, I'm going to do this, and you do it, then the rest of the universe starts listening to you. When she says something, I better not mess with her because... Mm-hmm. There's other people to go mess with. If I say I'm going to be run a, a multi-billion dollar enterprise, the universe then sets itself up to go, you know what, we better listen. Let's stay out of her way because she does what she says. Let's go mess with this person over here that, Someone you know, is weak. Someone, someone who doesn't weak. fulfill Let's go the give them the, you know, all the problems of the world and mm-hmm. let them be the victim. But that's what you have to do in order to build confidence is do what you say. That's why I give myself a lot of tasks. That's why I train the way that I train. That's why I do everything that I do because I need to give myself accomplishments and targets to attain to then have the confidence in myself and have the self-esteem to say, you know what, this is my value. This is my worth. This is my integrity, my honor, my dignity, my pride. And, and that is how, that's the only way you develop confidence. Mm, I love it. I love it. All right. Last one. What's been the, been the biggest turning point in your life? Uh, golly. Um, probably marrying Grant was one. Having mm-hmm. the kids is the second. Um, uh, making a decision to, to elevate our game. Make the, the decision to trade in my acting career in order to trade up to building an empire when I knew nothing about building an empire, just had a concept, which was really crazy. Like you couldn't admit that to anyone at the time, especially when you have no money, because no money and Mm -hmm. nothing. And you just sound like a crazy person. Oh, I'm going to be the queen. You're going to be the king. I'm going to, 
you know, these are going to be the people in it. And it just sounds totally crazy. Like, like until crazy. it isn't, but until it isn't like, there it is, guys, <laughs> build an empire until it isn't. Now mm-hmm. I can say, wow, I actually, I actually kind of did it. I'm doing and here's it. how it's not magic. Right. It's right. like, these are steps. These, this is the process. Follow this. This is what we did. Yeah. So speaking of which you can find the wonderful Miss Elena Cardone at Elena Cardone. If you have not already bought her book, buy her book. She gives it away it's for free. free, but buy her book. Order it on Amazon. It just like have the copy, read it, listen to it, do the activities. It is unbelievable. Life changing. Life changing. Thank you. That's the biggest testimony I've got right there. I'm I'm any, using that any day, any day. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on my show. So much fun. Thanks for having me. Thank you.